people of Earth. We're back. My name is Al. Cross, hey yeah, across the table for me is Joe. Together we're called Kinda Right. It's somewhere near the fucking end of February. It's the 27th. And uh, that's right around the end of February. February is a weird month with that. You know why I like Donald Trump? Why is that? Well, first of all, he's he'll just fucking look you right in the eye and tell you what you need to hear. All right? What he what he wants you to know is or what he wants you to think. Hang on now. I got to It's all right. It's funny. I like it. It's a Yahoo. <laughs> I don't know what it is. He, okay. What he what he wants you to believe? First of all, he's fucking lightening up on the whole scalp issue which is funny and he's also what scalp issue well he's just full-on admitting that his fucking hair is fucked but anyway i'm not even talking about that what i'm talking about is (laughs) he's gonna the next time he's near some fucking incident where there's people being fired upon in a school if he's near there he's gonna run in and confront the gunman he's gonna like that's his he's stick. literally just going to get in there. That's and his stick right now. That's what he said. Talk the guy out of the gun. Is he Phineas P. Bluster or whatever? Is he the best or what? Did he say that? Yeah, he said that fucking out loud either yesterday or Sunday. He's going to run in he himself? Said, oh, yeah, yeah. He, he knows that he himself would run in. He said, yeah, he, even without a gun. I love it. I love to. Now he's not only is he handsome, he's fearless. You know what I mean? I love him. I love him to death. I have a feeling he would run in. And here's the other thing that I love about him. Uh, Sometimes it doesn't matter. We always say that that first year of a presidency, yeah, we're in the second year. But that first fucking year and a half or whatever is a fucking shit show. It's just they try to get settled in. Well, Jared Kushner's fucking security clearance has been fucking downgraded by Kelly. And Trump's oh, yeah. okay with that. Trump's all right with that. And Jared's going to have to be all right with that. He's not getting the daily brief. Well, And they, uh, he's not fired or anything. Have they found out that Jared is not a trustworthy guy? I think or? what they're finding out is Jared is probably a little fucking snake, which well, is fine. You need snakes on your fucking team. Well, yeah. And he, got him ele- he helped get him elected. But that's the type of shit that shakes out <laughs> a year into your presidency. When your son-in-law, ah, he probably did a lot of shady shit. It's time to downgrade his shit. That's why we love John Kelly, too. He's not afraid to do what he's got to do. Kelly and, being his chief of staff. Yeah. And now, wasn't there a big... Uh, what, what was the big uproar? I know that Kelly had said something that people found, you know, Oh, that was about the whole DACA shit, the whole Dreamers thing. That it was, you know, offensive. I think I went off on a Jim Acosta rant on that one because Jim Acosta. Yeah, he was aghast that John Kelly could have that fucking. I I love being told what is and isn't offensive by Jim Acosta. Yeah, right. He's the arbiter of he, what you yes. should get the fuck worked up about. He, I need to be told by some right. fucking douchebag news commentator right. whose goal it is in life is to spend as much time in front of the camera on television talking about whether it's important or means nothing, right. which is usually it means fucking nothing, Yeah, right. to tell me how I'm supposed to think. 
I love that. I Jared, love that too. Jared Kushner's old man was thrown in the clink by Chris Christie. That was a while ago, right? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't recent, but yeah. I mean, that's part of the deal. So Jared's father is a crook. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean Jared's like a crook. Like a white-collar money crook or... I forget what he did. It must be because that kid's Embezzling fucking... That kid's hands or, is fucking soft, man. But, you know, I, I'm i not saying that he, he's a crook, but... Whatever. I'm. All, my point was this. If you're raised by a crook, Donald Trump is not afraid to business? go. Is not afraid to listen to who he's supposed to listen to. His most trusted advisor, by definition, is the chief of staff. And he finally said, uh, "Donald, Jared's not going to be in these fucking meetings anymore." Okay. Well, I think. <laughs> and I think you know, our president, who's learning on the go. Which yeah. is the way every president learns. Of course, because you've never been president before. Right. So it doesn't matter how experienced you are. Right. He's, uh, he's just, uh, you know, he's probably at this point in the game saying, you know what? There's a reason for it. And uh, it was probably explained to him. And it didn't have to be a long explanation. And I'm and sure he didn't even get hacked. He probably said, you know something? You're right. Sounds good. He can get back to helping out with the family biz or whatever. I don't even know if, if he was heavily involved with... I'm, I, I'm speaking out my ass. Was he in the Trump fucking companies or whatever that's no, called? Jared Kushner's heavily involved in his own real estate okay. stuff. Because when his father was in jail, Jared had to run everything. So they... Jared, I believe, is solely responsible or mostly responsible for a purchase of a a building on 6th Avenue that I believe it was like $1.7 billion deal or something like that. Um, so, you know, who knows? By the way, it's not just the White House. He is, he is or was up until today, Trump's 2020 campaign senior advisor and assistant to the president. And now he's just... President Trump's son-in-law. So even I don't know if you heard that Trump of officially said, "Yeah, I'm running." <laughs> oh yeah, that happened too. Yeah, yeah. So there's officially a 2020 campaign, and <clears throat> old Jared was officially a member of that. And apparently, that's he's probably just not going to happen. And that's fine because they don't need they don't need Jared. Jared's talented. Clearly, they're not going to need him to get him reelected. He might as well just go do his fucking private citizen thing. You know what I mean? Well, he's not out of the the White House, is he? Well, that's he's not out of the White House, but he's not in the inner circle. He's not in the meeting in the morning anymore. You know what I mean? He's is Ivanka still in the meeting in the morning? I don't know. I don't or know if she, she was. I don't think she ever was. I think she does a lot of fucking office management type fucking shit. She's not, you know what I mean? She's not in the policy fucking circle, you know? Yeah, I have no idea. She's doing a lot of hiring and firing. I don't think she fucking or approving of hiring and firing. She's not doing policy. You know what I mean? I couldn't even. I don't. I don't know what anybody's doing. Nor should she be, even though I think she's a smart gal and she looks great and she could probably be president herself one day if she wanted to be. But uh, you know, I listen. The whole nepotism thing. Yeah, you got to surround yourself with people you trust and, and do the right thing. But yeah, a year into it, a year plus into it, let's get the nepotism go away. And I think that's what old Donald is doing. The uh, 
Don Jr. isn't really involved much. Thank God, Eric. Do you get the sense that Eric Trump is a fucking retard? Like, yeah, seriously man. fucking retarded? I don't think Don Jr. I don't think is. He's I think retarded. Eric is. I think he's pretty close. He's stupid. Now, first of all, I mean, here's he looks what I, retarded. Here's what I know while you're getting up. I'll, I'll explain. Here's what I know. Don Jr. nor Eric Trump were ever going to be part. They were never going to be part of the administration. Because somebody has to run the family business, and that was going to be Don Jr. and Eric. Probably mostly Don Jr. Because Eric can't spell. And it wasn't, wasn't clear that Ivanka and her husband... Now, apparently Jared was the numbers guy, along with somebody else, who knew that he was going to pull off these... You know, Pennsylvania and, and Wisconsin. Oh, you're talking people numbers, not money numbers. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he, he was the numbers person, him and Bannon. I don't know. So I guess that was uh, that was his deal. But he, right, right up until, you know, they didn't know who. I don't think it's, uh, is it nepotism when you do it wildly out in the open, you know? Uh, yes. Okay. I think technically, if it's just if you're looking into if you, what the definition of the word nepotism is. Yeah, nepotism doesn't in, uh, uh, infer secrecy. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what? What the thing that started this, where you can't bring your family in when you win the White House, is you know JFK making Bobby Attorney General. Right. And Bobby's just a fucking. He was a puke. He was just a, he was a fucking puke. Do you think he wasn't qualified to be AG? I, I don't know what that, I don't know what the qualification means. Was, like what, what I'm saying is. Was he an attorney? Did he have prosecu prosecutorial experience? Yeah, who knows, right? Or to run the, probably look it I up. I don't know. He certainly wasn't the best qualified. Well, I'm just saying if someone else was president and they made him AG, would you be going, eh, he shouldn't be AG, you know what I mean? But so, Bobby, uh. Bobby was shot, and uh, several times. I don't think there's that many people that are upset about it. I don't know, man. There's a lot of people. My parents' age, up until your parents' age, not many of them are left. By the way, if you noticing, <laughs> Jesus Christ, are your parents eighty yet? I think so. Oh my God! So there's a lot of people that age who swear to Christ that Bobby Kennedy was gonna be president in 1968. Well. They were there, and they said if he didn't get killed, he would have been president. I watched the the movie with uh, Woody Harrelson about uh, what's the guy's name Johnson. There was took over as president after Woody Harrelson played Lyndon Johnson, JFK. Yes, no shit. And it was a really good movie, and I'm hoping it was true. Didn't Brian Cranston play him too? I don't know. But here's, a, here's the thing that I got out of this. If this movie, you know, now I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create some fact out of a fucking Hollywood movie. While I look up Woody Harrelson as fucking LBJ. Although, here, here was the gist, and I didn't know this. Here's, here's what I didn't know. Now, the one thing that JFK wanted to do, and this was, I want to I say that this was 
part of Bobby's agenda too, which is a which is a good thing. Is they really wanted to bring a bring around civil rights, you know, get rid of the fucking colored and white drinking fountains and all that shit. And when Kennedy was shot, Johnson instead of going the other direction, because Johnson was a Democrat from from Texas, which you know, you've heard of a southern. You know what a southern Democrat is. Well, yeah. I mean, you have to understand. A Southern Democrat it is basically a, a, a right-wing person. Yeah, right. And it's not even... Why are you taking my notepad? And... So I don't have to listen to the fucking show later. The Southern Democrats, of course, are Democrats because Lincoln was a Republican. And Lincoln was the founder of the Republican Party, and he freed the slaves. Right. So for all intents and purposes, Johnson was a Southern Democrat. So the good old boys down south who wanted to keep everything segregated figured once, once Johnson was in power that they could carry on. And the one thing that Johnson did, if this movie has, if there's any truth to it, was that Johnson finished... Kennedy's legacy by pushing through the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and civil rights legislation in 1965. And I didn't know that. Meaning Johnson felt so uh, meaning he knew that he didn't get the job because he was he got the job because someone was killed. And, you know, then he won the next term, of course. But he felt like he needed to finish the legacy of what Kennedy started, even though deep down he may or may not have agreed with it. Do you follow what I'm saying? Meaning it was the honorable thing to do. That's the gist that I got out of this movie. And I, I didn't know that. Did they touch upon, did he, was the whole Vietnam thing JFK's legacy too, or? No, the, nobody, they didn't get into that. Oh, they didn't? Okay. So it was, the movie itself is just about the civil rights scenario. Yeah, it's mostly about civil rights. Well, it's about Johnson. Right. So Johnson's, what, 63 to 68? Something like that? Because he took over from Kennedy, and Kennedy was shot in 63. And then uh, he didn't run again. Johnson well, he, refused to run. Well, he won another term. Well, yes, I know he won another term, but he, he could run another term. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Because, you know, he can he can take up whatever was, was left over from JFK, then he ran and he won. He could have run again. and He, he did not run in 68. Yeah. yeah. Apparently... And again, I know this from uh, various movies and, you know, so I haven't read a book on Johnson. But Johnson was pretty much hands-on in the Vietnam War and was certainly president while the worst of the war was going on, you know, and certainly ramped it up to a level. You know, when Johnson left in 60, I guess he would have left in... Uh, 69. 69. He would have left in July of uh, January of, of 69. And that was, you know, 68 was probably the worst year of that war. You know, most number of American soldiers down. And Nixon, his 
somewhat pretty much responsible for bringing that war to a halt. But now, if, if memory serves me, I believe the first Vietnam War casualty, American casualty, was in like 1957. Yeah, yeah. So this, this was something that was going to happen um, whether, whether JFK was there or not. You know what I mean? Like pe- some people want to blame the Vietnam War on JFK, and I think it, would, it, it didn't matter. Whoever was in office was going to ramp up that war because we were in a fight against communism. Right. The global spread of communism was a was a feared thing, and we, you and I, both remember that. And anybody our age certainly knows that. I mean, it was. Uh, was there any fucking mineral resources or anything like that? Fucking that was key to that whole thing, or was that just strictly straight up? We can't have communism. No, it was a hundred percent. We can't have communism. Was it? Yeah, I know very little about the Vietnam War. I'll be very honest. So do I. Mean? And when when Ken Burns' documentary becomes free, <laughs> I'm going to watch all ten. I think parts. it is free. I think you can get it. I don't know. If I don't think so. This hard. They're still. Uh, I think they're still <laughs> charging for it. But I'll watch all ten parts of that. And I'll yeah, I'll watch a little it bit too. More. But you know, I want to. I'm going to. I'm going to say this. I believe that there's been thousands of books written on the Vietnam War. Oh, I'm sure. And I don't think there is a definitive book on the Vietnam War that will give you... Because, man, there are so many people that have, you know, scholarly people that have a really great understanding of the Vietnam War and will vary wildly in opinion from another scholarly person who also has a great understanding of the Vietnam War. Maybe there's not Do, enough history between the end of that war and now to have just, someone have a fucking unfucking slanted view and really get down and dirty into what really happened, you know? Well, one it was a long war and it was a it was a horribly uh costly war. It touched because of the draft, it touched um unlike the war in wars in Iraq and in Afghanistan, this war touched a lot of American families. You know, my family included. I lost an uncle over there, and two uncles went, and one came back, and the one that came back was pretty fucked up. So there weren't many families that weren't touched by the Vietnam War because it went on for a long time, and it was, uh, you know, people got... They, you, you did a six-month tour, and then you were out, and they drafted some more people, and if your number came up, your number came up. Yeah. And you went, and you fought, and nobody knew why the fuck they were there. But there was... It was a war against communism, apparently. That was the, uh, that was the deal. And it was a proxy war against the Soviet Union. Right. And China. I mean, there was a lot of, you know, Chinese... Weapons and uh, Soviet weapons and that kind of shit. So I'm reading here, because families aren't important, that of the 27 deadliest mass shooters, 26 of them were fatherless. And and registered Democrats. And not members of the NRA. (laughs) Is that true? None of them are members of the NRA. And all of them are registered Democrats. Are you... 
But do you know that, or are you making that up? I'm probably making it up. You, well, you, know, <laughs> not, you know none of them are in the NRA, first of all. I don't know. I mean, they, they all the could be in the NRA. None of them are in the NRA. And I'll fucking bet my last $100 that 90% of them are fucking consider themselves Democrats, not Republicans. Well, there was no dad in the House. So, Which makes them Democrats. I'm just saying that, uh, you know, it's it's still an anecdote. It's a, anecdotal evidence, but yeah, it's uh, just more more fuel for the fire. Well, on top of this, let's face it, they got a fucking mental health problem in this fucking country. Yeah, it's not a gun problem. It's a mental health problem. That fucking kid, that last this last kid from Parkland, everybody knew he was not just gonna kill somebody, but be a school shooter, and he was a school shooter. You know what I mean? All the fucking signs were there, and it's it just sucks. I'm not I'm not blaming anybody. You know what I mean? It's just bullshit. I haven't really got into the whole. Uh, what what did they know before this this kid went crazy? Did, did that he I had he had physically assaulted a bunch of people. He had threatened to shoot people. He fucking openly had a gun. You know what I mean? Was he showing signs that he was going to go shoot the school up? Yeah, pretty much. Didn't the FBI, didn't they know about him? That was, one, wasn't he a person of interest you know already? What? That I don't know specifically. And maybe I should be more caught up on this story. But once again, it directly unaffects me. So I am directly uninterested in most of the facts. I'll be more than willing to talk about. Yeah, I can't spend talk a lot about of time it. reading about it myself. Yeah, 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 I'm not. It's not high on my list of shit to read about. You know, I'm I, very sorry I'd for rather, anybody that lost a kid, and uh, and it's a it's an issue that uh, affects uh, the people who lost kids. I mean, I'm way more interested in whether Mitt Romney's going to be the next senator from the great state of Utah. <laughs> well, Trump was all for him. Of course he was. Those guys love each other, even though they're on tape hating each other. That's, I mean, it's politics. It's fine. You know what I mean? Lawrence O'Donnell's all fired up. You see him? About what? About Mitt? No, he says, President Trump pretends he is a truth-telling superhero. That's what Larry says. Well, he is a truth-telling superhero, Larry. He's not pretending. See that my that fucking guy's cape was fucking sticking out under his overcoat the other day. Larry, who he's super Donald. Larry, who believes that our senator from Massachusetts here, the crazy, would be a great president. Elizabeth Warren would be a great president. How about she can't even get the nomination? Bug-eyed fucking lunatic. Oh my god! Did you see? Oh, I don't know if we talked about she, this last she's time. She's been getting a lot of shit about the the Cherokee thing again. Yeah, she, and she was she actually it's coming up a lot. She had the balls, or the I, she had the balls to actually defend it. You know, oh, yeah. or, or or yell at people, not just defend it, but admonish the people who bring it up that she said that. You know, she's got Cherokee fucking blood, and you know, she reaped the benefits of that. And it both says in her by her schooling on and, her applications. Yeah. That she's an Indian. Yeah. She's Indian. Right, right. Not and to say that a thirty second Why Indian. would you do that unless you were trying to use that as a crutch to get ahead? Yeah. I mean, there's no reason you would put that down, would you? Yeah. Wouldn't you just put Caucasian? Call it a call it a day? Or other or nothing. You know what I mean? 
But she purposely put it down that she was an Indian. Talk about these people, man. They think that you and I are racist. She is the fucking racist. Absolutely. She is a fucking racist. Yeah. You know what I mean? She sees color. She sees race. And the the opportunity. And And she lied about being an Indian. So she... She took advantage of a impoverished group so that she could further, you know, enrich herself. Yeah. Push her life along on the backs of a lot of broken Indians. And she's, like you said, she's got the balls to stand up and say, you know, my grandmother said that, you know, we had high cheekbones or whatever the fuck that they said. (laughs) You know, there's no paperwork or anything. Nothing. Oh, right. There's there's no no evidence there's whatsoever. Zero evidence. You know what I mean? There's less evidence of her being a fucking Cherokee than there is is of fucking Trump colluding with the Russians. How's that? All right? I said it. There is absolutely less evidence <laughs> you know? of Trump colluding with the Russians than evidence that it's proven. That Elizabeth Warren is a fucking liar. Well, yeah. She's an absolute liar. And a cunt to boot. Yeah. How's that? I said it. Oh, someone had to say cunt. Does she have any children? Yeah, I think she's got a couple kids. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not, you know what? They probably hate her. Notice I haven't sentenced anyone to death in like a month. Yeah, you've been good at that. That's fine. I just, I'm trying not to get all worked up. I still think Bill Gates should be killed. Well, you did a you did a pretty good number on him. Yeah, Bill Gates. The last three or four he weeks, does. he man. needs to be killed. I was working on. I, I have this other laptop computer, and I plugged in an Ethernet cable into the computer. <laughs> you would think this would be an easy oh, thing. Oh no, everything just shut down. Oh, I I couldn't get it fucking shut. So I s- plug literally plug the cable in. Waited for something to pop up. Nothing happened. I unplugged it, and then I had no internet. Right. It couldn't find. So that took me about 25 minutes to figure out. Meaning, the Chrome browser would come up, but and if you search for something, the search would come up. But then the browser, once you clicked on something, it would say that site's no longer. It's not available. Yeah. So that took me. This is. Fucking once again, Microsoft Windows. Oh boy, sticking it in our ass. Yeah, from old Bill Gates. And he, you know what? He he doesn't care. Of course he doesn't. He doesn't care. care. You you would. He think, already got the money. That's the other thing. Does anyone ever fucking ask him, Bill? Why does Windows suck so hard? Do you think yeah, anyone? He has been asked. Has he? Yeah. What does he say? He defends it, does he? But there's no defense. I mean, it sucks. There's so many people that have had spent countless hours, you know, not forget about losing all your shit. I mean, that can be just as much a, you know, hardware does fail. You know, hard drives do well, yeah. stop working and they they fucking self-destruct. Especially if they've been running Windows for a year or right. so. Right, especially if they've been running that horrid fucking software <laughs> program. For anything more than 10 months. But you know? t- t- he's got no good answer. I mean, he said something to the effect of there would be no uh, standards if it wasn't for Microsoft. 
You know what I mean? Right. Meaning everybody, there would be seven. But standards have a way of sort of whatever is the predominant, uh, you know, in anything, whatever is the predominant company, like, you know, the USB port. You know what I mean? Why did the USB port outdo the FireWire? Because FireWire worked. But the USB port won. So it was the predominant. Somehow that won. So so a, a, a standard will come to the service. Yeah. Surface, no matter how many different... It, uh, and now data transfer is slower than it was 10 years ago. Well, <laughs> but that, the would, end. that would go along with the Microsoft theme. Although most data is now transferred wirelessly, so... Let's invent Microsoft Windows. And I, you know, I, I did enough of this last, last ne- time. Never enough. Never enough. What? Why don't we invent Microsoft Windows and pawn this off as a brand new thing, even though, first of all, Xerox Park had it back in the fucking 70s, and then Steve Jobs got his hands on it, and he had it in the early 80s, a solid 10 years before Bill Gates ever thought of using it. And then he announced, we got a wild new thing here at Microsoft, Windows. Right. It looked like just like an Apple computer, right? So, I guess did, did those two ever spar in court over anything? I wonder. Well, they didn't go to court, and, he, and when Jobs came back to Apple, I want to say that 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 Microsoft wrote the software for the Macintosh, the first one, yeah, or the second one. I could be wrong though. He might have. They did business anyway. They did business. Yeah. Definitely did business when Jobs came back after Scully was let go, the Pepsi guy. Okay. And they came back, and I want to say Bill Gates invested like $150 million, and then they wrote the software for the, you know, the Macintosh shit that that came out when Gates came back. But Steve Jobs was just an amazing uh, innovator. He was a fucking asshole. Nobody... You should. You ever watch one of these shows about people that actually worked with him? It no. was kind of a love-hate deal, because he was fucking brutal. He was brutal to work for, but he was such a genius that it was hard to, you know. And it was so obvious that he was such a genius and such a visionary. But on the same token, he, you know, he tried to say his mother was the mother of his child was a fucking whore and. You know, it wasn't his kid when it clearly it was, and he knew it was, and, you know, his kid was living on fucking 13 cents a week. Didn't he try to holistically beat pancreatic cancer, too? Yeah, there was some... That's kind of a character flaw right there, buddy. Well, you know, when you... He had a lot of Western medicine is okay. When you're hitting nothing but net for, like, you know, 35, 40 years, and all of a sudden... So I don't even know, he... He was younger than you are now when he died, right? He wasn't no 60. He was 52, 53 years old. I think old, he was 56. Oh, was he? Okay. Same. So he's around where you are now. That's fine. Are you saying? No. Are you uh, saying something? Joe, do you have stop some, it. I shouldn't even brought up. You get so I don't know. sensitive when I bring I up age and death. I'm not saying you, anything. Has my wife told you anything? Speaking. Why? Is there something well, I she, need to know? Does she know that I'm dying? Is there something I need to know? No, oh, I don't think so. Speaking of sensitive, <laughs> we brought these guys up before, and they're fun. They're fun. I, 
Are you paying any attention to Roger and Jerry, Roger Goodell and Jerry Jones the, this week? No. Roger. <laughs> you tell us all about it. Roger. Well, I mean, you, you know the gist of the story. Roger Goodell is the commissioner. He works for the owners. Jerry Jones is an owner. However, he's kind of a maverick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of hung up with dictating what the future of the league is going to be. You know what I mean? Jerry is. Yeah. And listen. Robert Kraft is probably the most powerful owner. Jerry Jones is probably the second most powerful owner. They all get along great. However, this cat, Roger, works for them. You can't fire Roger Goodell. He's unfireable. Why is Roger that? Goodell, I, it's just he makes too much money and nobody's going to do a better job. The league is so fucking old school. Just they're all they want to. Roger Goodell a fucking moron no he's brilliant imbecile no he's brilliant he certainly looks so anyway he looks and sounds like an imbecile he's brilliant he uh he uh brilliance brilliance comes through in various forms (laughs) i guess so this week he tried to levy a two million dollar fine not really a fine it was kind of like he fucking sent jerry a fucking bill for uh for the NFL's legal fees for the last battle. <laughs> even really? Though, even though the court didn't do it, but Roger's balls are big enough. He's like, Jerry, you're going to need to give uh, the league $2 million, buddy, if you want to continue to fucking, you know. And of course, $2 million is nothing to Jerry, but he ain't fucking paying $2 million to, for your legal fees for shit that he brought you to court over. You know what I mean? No, not at all. So that's going on this week. I, I didn't know if you had read about it, but it's it's just business. It's not personal. You know but what, I mean? uh, what is the fight about? Well, the it, this all stemmed from... Uh, was this the bended knee fucking bullshit? It, uh, it was. It more stemmed from Jerry Jones's uh, legal battle uh, to not have Roger make as much money as he was ended up making. Like he fucking had a court injunction on his fucking. The owners gave Roger a new contract a couple months ago. Yeah, and Jerry fucking went to court to stop it because he's like, "Fuck that! That guy doesn't deserve that much money." Well, he must think. And then there was some other battle. He must think like I do that Roger Goodell's a fucking moron. I believe that Jerry Jones thinks that a Roger Goodell's a moron. B they can get someone twice as smart in him as him there for a tenth of the money for a tenth of the money. Well, I, Roger Goodell I makes that. fifty million dollars a year that comes yeah, equally know, out of all those guys pockets the head of the new york stock exchange makes like 200 million dollars a year and i don't think he does anything he, i mean remember what, when dick grasso was he was fucking uh i don't know was he head of the he was head of the new york stock exchange and like his payout package when he left was like 150 million dollars right at the very bottom of the fucking economy like the stock market was at seven a bunch of people you know sued him and and uh he still walked away with they always keep the money they well i mean what's he's gonna give the fucking money back well and it was contractual you know it's just a staggering amount of money to give somebody speaking of dick grass his fault but that the market was fucking underwater when you uh say the words or at dick- least not all of his fault right when you say the words Dick Grasso, this word pops into my head. What's that? Imus. Oh, yeah. Well, Dick, Dick Grasso was Imus's boy. Yeah, they used to, he was on Imus quite a bit, actually. Yeah. Imus has just 
said, well, you know that he's officially retiring. We talked about that a couple weeks ago. Yes. He's also going to be on the Stern Show. He's going to guest on Howard Stern after all these years, after I'm all a, the bad blood. They actually don't hate each other anymore, of I course, because they don't compete. They, they haven't hated each other in years. Probably believe. almost 30 years. Because, I mean, really hated each other. I mean, because I miss as far as ratings and what Howard was doing on the radio wasn't even really a competition after he left. After, after Howard left NBC, they weren't competitors anymore. You know what I mean? They were never really competitors because Howard just laid waste to them in the in the ratings book. You know what I mean? But right. like, you know. Well, and, and Imus always said, "Hey, I'm number two, and I'm always going to be number two as long as there's a Howard Stern." Yeah, and you know what? He was number two in billing. He wasn't even number two in ratings. You know what I mean? For some reason, they figured out that a lot of rich rich people listen to fucking Imus, and yeah, the advertisers bought a lot of advertising. But he was like number twenty. He was like the twentieth most listened to show in New York those years. You know, speaking what I mean? of brilliant, which is fine if you're in the top twenty in New York, you're not doing bad. ABC wants to give Alec Baldwin a fucking Sunday talk show. Didn't they just? Didn't he just do Match Game on it? I mean, he did Match Game because it was easy. There's no way Alec Baldwin's going to host a Sunday show. There's no way. Well, I don't know if it's, it's too like much work. Of, I don't know if it's a Sunday morning show, but it's going to be. Uh, I just saw it on. I just saw it on the headline. I mean, I got to look that up. That's that's too much work for. By the way, Alec I they, Baldwin. I guess they're going to do it. Alec he, Baldwin is a cunt communist, but he's funny. He's funny as hell. And he's a good actor, as we yeah. both we said this last week. He's a good actor. Did we? I love that movie uh, with the submarine. It's one oh, of my Red favorites. October. Yeah, been in a bunch of good movies. Other than that, I'm, I don't know. I don't know any of his. Been other in a movies. bunch of good Woody Allen movies. He's been. I know what you're saying. He's been but in a bunch of good movies. I've seen him the enough Marrying so Man. that I know that he's he's a decent actor. Yeah, he's excellent. he's better than all his brothers. That's for sure. Yeah, there and there are talented actors among their brothers. Yeah, and sure. lunatics. They're all lunatics. Daniel is a fucking. But Alex is one of these people that's Alec, just Alec. Uh, yeah, and he would correct me too. Would he? He's insufferable. Oh, he is. But that's what makes him great. Well, that's what makes him great. It makes him just. You look at him and go, "Oh God, you're a fucking dick." He's, he's so well spoken and so quick. He's not and well funny. spoken. Oh, he's so he's funny. He's not quick. well spoken. You don't think so? He can speak, but he's not. He's so what is okay? Well, I'm not gonna. Well, I'm, I know what you're saying. Well I'm spoken to me means that you're factually correct all yeah, the time. Yeah, right, 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 right. He's he's a fucking idiot. He's, no, you're right. He's a left wing lunatic. He cites talking points. Nobody really well. on the right <laughs> ever did anything good. Right, ever. Absolutely, you're right. And just like the right wing lunatics, nobody on the left has ever done a good thing. Well, they're mostly right about that. <laughs> well, but it's not true. I mean, when when I say left, I talk about like you know JFK. Being yeah, right. left. Yeah, and he was We're talking five degrees left or right of center. You know? I'm with you. There's a lot of, lot of good going on in that. Yep. Although, I will say, and I've said this before, uh, nothing's ever been changed by a moderate. You know, you got to be really passionately... Yeah. You know, there wouldn't be a feminist movement. Right. The only moderate who ever affected any change in the world was Harry S. Truman. That's it. We've, cut, we've talked about that before. You can't think of anyone else. Well, Harry S. Truman had the had the benefit, if you want to call it a benefit, of the of the the end of the Depression and the Second World War. You get to do a lot of shit around when people are starving and when people are fucking fighting and dying. 
So, and you got somebody like Hitler. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can do a lot, you can get a lot of shit done because people aren't really paying attention. Do you think Bill Clinton was a moderate? Yeah, I think Bill Clinton was a. The problem I always had with Bill Clinton when he was in office, I don't think Bill Clinton was a bad president, but I don't think Bill Clinton has any core beliefs other than getting elected. I, I, I just always thought that about him and his wife. I don't think they genuinely believe in anything. Other than, wait, I, I honestly don't think he no, had think the best the best interests of the people of Arkansas at heart when he he's, fucking he's you definitely know. Uh, he's certainly not a right wing guy, but he's not crazy left wing. He certainly doesn't believe in a lot of uh, uh, men being sued for groping women. Yeah, he's not, he he's, doesn't believe in that. Yeah, he's not going to get up on a fucking pulpit about that one. <laughs> And uh, not going to be shouting about fucking me too. Certainly doesn't have any problem with his wife going over and threatening women that he's raped. Right. Oh, he's all for that actually. But you know, they said the Clinton years were really good. You, but got, you, got, you can't. You get this thing here. It's loud. Sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. You know, nobody nobody can hear that. Yeah, they can. You. No, they can. But uh, Bill Clinton. You got to remember, Bill Clinton got a twofer. He beat George Bush. And the fucking Cold War just ended. So we didn't have the Russians to worry about. Yeah. So it was like the whole Cold War lift. It was like a huge weight came off the sh everybody's shoulders. And then we had the fucking tech boom that ran all through the, through the entire Clinton administration. Yeah. So we, which has, and the president always gets either the, the uh, glory or the blame for however the economy was doing or is is doing during his time. So the the economy did quite well and he left George Bush uh Junior W there, dummy, the war fucking criminal. Talk about people who aren't all that bright. Oh my god, is he fucking dumb. Yeah. He's a as Charlie Murphy, the great late great <laughs> Charlie Murphy said, he is a high fucking functioning. high functioning fucking <laughs> retard. And he, he specifically said George Bush. Poor W. He's, right place at the right time or what on that one? How the fuck did he plow his way through that field? You know, I don't know. It's just... I, mean, uh, I got to look that up. I don't... I think people were so tired of the fucking Clintons, they would have taken anything. You know, and it, it was just Clinton fatigue. So W... Uh, I don't know who the who did who ran it. I think they had Bob Dole run against Clinton in '96. Yeah, that was in '96. It was a horror show. So I don't think they had anybody that they really that was really hot to trot in 2000. Yeah. Well, here we go. Well, I remember John McCain was in there. That was also John McCain, Alan Keyes for a minute. You know, that was like the start of this whole thing where every week someone else was the fucking. You know, looking to be the nominee. I'm sure there were 15 of them motherfuckers. But jo John McCain was his main... That was his main fucking... Uh, what do you call it? Maverick McCain? Yeah. I mean, let's see. Let's see who withdrew before the primary started. 
Lamar Alexander. Lamar. Remember Lamar with the fucking. So he, he definitely a dog fucker. Boy, oh boy, what Absolute. a smarmy little fuck. Now here's a guy, commentator. I, I'm I'm uh, I'm interested to hear your take on this individual, Pat Buchanan, who was just basically a yes man for a living. He was an aide, and then he became a commentator. But he was a Nixon guy. He was he ran for president. I think he had ran earlier too. But he again, they announced that they were running. He withdrew before the primaries that Pat, year. Pat Buchanan, I put in the same camp as I love this shit. Newt Gingrich. Oh, okay. In a good way, I hope. Pat Pat Buchanan. Because I think he's brilliant. Pat Buchan- Buchanan has extremely solid beliefs. Right. Now whether you whether you and I don't know whether I'm and less I'm than solid bowel all. movements. I'm not for them all either. He ha- so he has very solid beliefs. Yeah, he's also wildly intelligent. Yeah, and he's a person of conviction. I mean, he ran for president two or three times. I think didn't right. He? Oh, I, well, I was going to say. I, now he worked I'm, for Nixon, and I don't think he, he was any kind of a. Nixon. He wasn't any kind of a yes man. But very bright guy. Well, I think he was a yes man. I mean, te- technically, he was an aide. Anyone with an aid and an E at the end of aid to me is a fucking yes man. Newt Gingrich is wildly... By the way, Newt, that year... Wildly bright, wildly knowledgeable, and kind of a lech as far as... uh, No, he's an awful human. But I I don't think Pat... I think if you looked up Pat Buchanan, he's probably been with the same woman his whole life. Or he's been married 42 times. In, in, incidentally, or he's, I don't know. Incidentally, that year, Newt w- w- is in the category of decline to run. He never announced. Uh, John Ashcroft, again, was asked to run, and he didn't. Jack Kemp of New York, who's run a bunch of times. George Pataki. Uh, Harold Strassen. Who the fuck is that? Oh, Donald Trump of New York declined to run that year. Right. Fred Thompson of Tennessee. Fred Thompson ran. <coughs> Not that year. <coughs> T- Tommy Thompson of Wisconsin. And Christine Todd Whitman was asked to run that year, and she did not. So others who announced and did some work but withdrew before the primaries, Elizabeth Dole, hus- wife of oh, she was gonna run? Darth Vader. Yep. John Kasich, who made noise this last election. She's a hell of a woman. She, yeah. she was a spunky Smart lady. broad. I yep. mean, I'm not, I'm not, you know, on... You gotta give serious broad, like like Hillary Clinton. As much as I hope Hillary dies, yeah. you can't say Hillary didn't have fucking crazy ambition, right? You know, you you just I mean, she was a crazy, insane ambition. I don't think she has a soul, but she has crazy ambition, and she got a a long way By on that way. ambition. Now they're saying Dan Quayle's from Arizona. I thought he was from Indiana. Former President Dan Quayle is in the same category as uh, Pat Buchanan and Lamar Alexander that year. They announced, but they withdrew before <coughs> the first primary ballot was cast. Also, Herman Cain that year, and then some idiot named Bob Smith from New Hampshire. And then the guys who withdrew during the primaries, um, John about, McCain. Go ahead. How about the rent is too goddamn high. Was that guy running? <laughs> you remember him? The rent's too damn high. The rent is too damn high. How about fucking Vermin Supreme I liked him. with the fucking boot on his head? You know what I'm talking about? Vermin Supreme. 
No. He's kind of like the rent is too damn high guy. They both ran for New York City Council. I like her. I like Herman Cain too. Uh, so other guys that year, not, not to be president. You remember this guy? He actually made a little noise, and you probably like him, Steve Forbes of New York, a businessman. He's tough to look at, man. Man, he's not a looker, you know, or a lit like not pleasing to the ear either. By the way, you talk know, about the, a mousy little one of, dude. One of the things that has been pretty much overwhelmingly concluded by all members of the press corps. And scholars is that Nixon would have beat JFK if it wasn't for television. Yeah, if his lip wasn't sweaty or whatever. Nixon was just like dripping with sweat. Fucking, he he was clearly everybody that listened to the debate thought Nixon crushed Kennedy. Right. Everybody that watched it thought Nixon was a horror show (laughs) because he was just a sweating mess. Pretty funny. I wonder if that's apocryphal or not, though, man. It's just... uh, Who can we ask? Who can we ask? Well, it's, you know, people in the know... call your dad. ...knew that, uh, look, the age of TV, John... probably didn't know. JFK was made for TV. He was a made-for-TV dude. See, I think he was a fucked-up-looking dude. Everyone says he's so good-looking. I think he looks like he got fucking hit with a frying pan. Well, he had some serious pain issues. His Did back he? was all fucked up. Does he that was, mean he had some serious Viking issues oh, too. Oh fuck yeah! Did he? Did you know that? No, I didn't know he that. Had oh, I knew huge. he had, I, I thought I, I knew that he got injured and he hurt his back, but I didn't know he, he had, was the painkiller president. Oh, I didn't know that. that there was actual know. concern about that—that that oh, he shit. would fucking take too many of them and not die, but just not be able to fucking yeah. you know make a decision. Right, because he was you know, numb. Wait, you're the president. Of what? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? Uh, Mr. President. Where am I? Don't drink that wine, please. We just watched you take a fistful of fucking whatever the fuck. Who knows? Pharmaceuticals were different back then, too. I bet you well, it was, it was pure. Still, it was opiate-based uh, you know, shit. I'm saying it might have been actual morphine. Who knows? It was probably morphine tablets. Yeah. Here you go. So there was take another cat these. Another cat in that category. You know how I love this shit, Joe. So I know. I'm going to keep going go with ahead. it. Gary Bauer of Kentucky. He was a former undersecretary of education. I kind of remember the name. He kind of looks like a dog fucker. And another one. Yeah, I want to say that he he looked like he's had sex with some sort of animal. And then the other guy in that group who withdrew during the primaries was Orrin Hatch, who's a serious dude, by the way, who... Speaking of Mitt Romney, that's who Mitt Romney is going to win his suit. And then the only other guy left, and he withdrew at the convention was Alan Keyes of Maryland, former secretary, assistant secretary of state, by the way. I thought he was an education guy, but he was former assistant secretary of state. Under who? Alan Keyes of Maryland was assistant secretary of state. He's a conservative political activist, pundit author. He was assistant secretary of state. Oh. Under, I'm sorry, buddy. Jeez, I was going to say he might no, have been, be it, it might have been right. Barack, even though they were, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, if uh, Barack. No, no, he wasn't under Barack. No, I know, because they were diametrically opposed politically. Um, you got to understand, it wasn't. Oh, Reagan, in Reagan's administration. Even in the 2000s. In administration. Even in the 2000s, 90s, being a black Republican. It's kind of like being a unicorn. Like, so by the way, we've heard they exist, but I've never actually seen one. Well, Herman Cain, you know, being a well, Michael Steele, it's it's a little more accepted 
that you're not an Uncle Tom. Ben Carson. You can, you can actually be a black Republican. What is Ben Carson's job now? Doesn't he have a job with uh, Donald? Well, he's... He's not HUD, is he? He was head of HUD. Man, he should be fucking Surgeon General. But who knows? I mean, whatever. You don't see him much. No. You don't hear about he him. He was at the uh, State of the Union a couple weeks ago. So to get back to our original question... No wonder fucking George W. Bush at least won the nomination. He didn't have to. He didn't anywhere near have to plow through that fucking group of fucking jokers. Well, you know what I mean. There was no real Bush heavyweight to, there, other than Bush you had know, to, McCain. I don't know if he he was a he wasn't a bad uh, candidate. No, he wasn't. He wasn't a terrible candidate. Right. I mean, he put his foot in his mouth a few times, but. He wasn't terrible. He was likable enough. By the way, you know that the New Yorker magazine with the cartoons and shit? Yeah. That's a fucking communist manifesto. I used to oh, of course. I used to I used to subscribe to it for the fiction, but they also had good political commentary. Whoever their political commentator was at the time, and it's someone you know, I can look it up, called George W. Bush being president before the primary started that year. He there were a lot it. of people. They all called it. Texas Rob knew George W. Bush was going to be the as next much president. as we knew Donald was going to be president. He knew. Yeah, yeah. He knew more though. He was. We weren't so sure election night. Well, well nobody no, was. I'm telling you, no one was sure with with Gore either. Everyone thought that Gore was going to win. No, uh, Gore lost, and it was Gore lost because of the Clintons. Gore would have won that pretty easily. If Clinton wasn't such a fucking mess. But I remember thinking that Al Gore wasn't such a bad candidate either. Gore wasn't a bad candidate. Yeah. Um, not a terrible person. Well, sort of a terrible person. Yeah, he's probably he's a terrible creepy person. creepy looking now. But he... And you know he's been digit fucking deep in something. Yeah, like kids. Yeah. You know, he just, he's got that look now. I don't. I shouldn't say that. That's terrible. It's fine. He's never going to hear Gates this Bill Gates definitely wants to, has fucked a dog. While writing Windows. <laughs> I believe he's got many of his ideas while fucking a dog. You know what's funny about Bill Gates and Windows? He, I, get, I bet you he, all he says, his fucking only role right now is says, keep it vague, boys. Just keep it vague. You know what I mean? Don't, don't fucking, well, don't come up with anything too good. You know what I mean? You know, it's funny. All the people that call him a nerd, is, he's a ruthless fuck, Bill Gates. Just a ruthless motherfucker. Of course he is. There's no question about it. I mean, and, uh, and just has a fucking awful, horrible product. I'm I mean, not saying all Microsoft shit's bad, but Windows is fucking awful. And the rest of the shit, other than I know a little bit about, like, I don't know what Office, there's like 10 programs in Office now. And well, I know, it's a suite. They call it a suite. Yeah, right? I, yeah. But I mean, I don't know. Like, there's a spreadsheet, that's Excel. Excel, there's Word, there's Word right. A word processor. But I don't know what Outlook does. Outlook is your email. It's kind of an email server type. I don't know what well, the fuck it is. It's an app. It's just an app. Then there's that's all it is. PowerPoint. I guess that's for uh, presentations. Jesus and Christ, I've never done a PowerPoint. There's a whole bunch of shit that I have no idea what I'm, it is. I'm sure it was all stolen or bought. And then I guess, do they make anything else other than that? That's that's mainstream. Oh, for software, you're saying? They other must. Than, other than the the operating system, flight itself? simulator, maybe. They they well, remember they 
they're deeply involved Xbox. in the yeah they're deeply involved in the gaming thing too so i'm sure i i'm not a gamer so i'm probably talking about neither am i they had the console so i'm sure they by the way most gaming these days is done on your pc on your laptop or your desktop it's not I most don't know if that's game, true. It is true. I'm telling you. I think it's done on the big screen through maybe through a computer. Or your Xbox is a computer. Well that's or your PlayStation. Well it is. Yeah, they are computers. Because I think they do it on the I'm saying it's more PC based than you might I think. I don't know anybody. It's that not like does, Nintendo. It's a gamer. I've never been well, to you somebody's do. Scott, house. Scott Jesse is, but you don't know him that well. Yeah, well, I've never been to his house and seen... He must have a setup with a fucking steering Dude, wheel. Dude, he's and, got a fucking $8,000 fucking piece. Like fucking desktop. Must have a serious chair. I'm talking about the tower, the computer, the CPU, whatever. The whole thing. Why would you spend that much money on hardware? It's because be, it's... You need some crazy computing power? Yeah, you need computing power. And but he's got to have... And, you know, you have to have, like, the fucking joysticks for v- various games and the... See, I don't even know if they have that. I think they're all. Gotta have, you got to have a steering wheel for the driving games. Do the people driving, even do uh, driving games anymore? They I, must, I right? I guess so. I yeah, mean, you can do Formula One. Most and of shit. these games are some fucking the first person shooters and the fucking uh, fantasy fucking what the fuck. I don't listen. I don't begrudge anybody. I don't. Know I get any, it. But I, yeah, I honestly know nothing about it. I Thank know, God I had I kids nothing. who weren't that into it. Although I think Evan has five or six different consoles, but he does, he's, he's not like he sits there and plays them. We had a, a PlayStation. We had Nintendo when Anna was really young. The reg, the old school NES. Yeah, yeah. Super Mario Brother, <laughs> fucking bullshit. I had that. So for a there while. was some of that. All I played on that was golf. Then we <laughs> had a PlayStation in which there was a. Um, an ATV, a, a snowboarding thing, which was actually pretty cool. A snowboarding game. Well, that sounds fun, actually. And a ATV game. Oh, that's interesting. And that was it. Hey, never mind doing that on video. Have you ever snowboarded? Were you ever a skier? I used to ski. How about snowboarding? Never did that. I could actually see getting into that snowboarding thing. That looks like a hoot. Sure, I'd break my fucking balls doing it, but you break your hips. You see, some broad won a gold medal in like a fucking legit downhill skiing. And they call them women athletes, and not broads. And she, but she won <laughs> a gold medal on skis and a gold medal on a snowboard. And some people are like, "Ah, it's not no big deal." I'm like, "That's a pretty fucking big deal." You know what I mean? No one's ever done that before. This American chick, she pretty cool. won. Yeah, because it's always, isn't it always like Norway that takes all of those medals for skiing? Well, the American girls do okay, uh, but, you know, again, people were rooting against that Lindsey Vaughn who used to fucking date Tiger Woods because she had some bad shit to say about Trump and she shit the bed at the Olympics. So that's the current thing on fucking social media <laughs> right now. I Everybody read, like, fuck you, Lindsay, you fucking cunt. You know, I read some. She looks I don't, good, though. I think this is local. I think it's around here, around our neck of the woods. That what is it? There is a, a, transge- a, a, a guy that transgendered himself to a woman who's on the 
Is there a woman's wrestling team? This is Texas you're talking about. All right, then you know more about it than I I was going to bring it up later after the break, but go ahead. (laughs) I I saw this. You know what this is? This is a person with a dick. No. So there's a guy beating the shit out of women. I'm going to tell you what it is. You ready? Yes. These are high school people. Yeah. Uh, This person is a high school senior. Last year, he, she was a high school junior and also did well. This person was born a woman, okay? Yes. She's been taking testosterone since she's 15 or 16 because she's transitioning to becoming a man. Okay. So she Texas, have, Texas, she Texas rules. Dick. No. Texas rules make it such that she is not allowed to wrestle the boys. So she is wrestling the women. She is by birth a female, but she takes testosterone. So she's like forty pounds heavier. than... Well, she, no, she wrestles. She's a in, fucking monster. No, she. You know, you know how wrestling goes. It's same as boxing. They do it in weight class. So she's in the hundred and ten pound weight class. Yeah, but however, you, she's stronger than all the hundred and ten pound women because she takes testosterone. Right, and they allow it because it's some medical fucking thing. Now, you, now testosterone would be illegal. Would be that would be a cheat. It's right? a steroid. It's yeah. basically a steroid. No, it's a hormone. Well, I'm saying it's the same thing as <coughs> any old performing it's, enhancing drug. It's a drug. performance enhancing drug. So either this person really wants to win at wrestling or she really wants to be a guy. The point is she should have been allowed to wrestle the boys. Why didn't right? they let her? Because it's a rule. You can't. But. So they let her wrestle the girls, which is just bullshit because she just laid waste to all these other girls who train hard and they they can't take fucking testosterone because they don't want to be a boy. She wants to be a boy. She gets it's a bizarre thing. They should have just let her wrestle the boys. I was watching this asshole on TV say talk about that there is absolutely no biological gender identity. And I was thinking to myself, all these people like uh, Patty's niece is pregnant, and they just found out it was a boy. But I guess you can't call it a boy because <laughs> you don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> Are they going to make it illegal to, like, well, you can't tell the parents that it's a boy because gender is not biologically assigned. And, and here's why, Joe. Because finally... It's just gone to the fuck. Finally, it's gone crazy. I'm telling you, it? it's gone crazy, but political correctness is dying. It's dying a death right now. It is. Did you look up? You know who that cat do, Ben Shapiro is. Ben Shapiro spoke at the uh, yes. the uh, conservative fucking council, whatever the fuck that convention is every year. Oh, the CPAC. Yeah, yeah. And he had a very, very interesting speech on the death or the impending death of political correctness. So it's a good listen for all you out there. Who, by the way, I got to address all of you. I haven't addressed you in a few weeks. Thank you for uh, being uh, uh, listeners, and thank you for telling your friends about us. Kind of right at yahoo.com. If you told a friend. Kind of right at yahoo.com. I've also discovered that uh, there was a setting that uh, previously wasn't available. Uh, The whole SoundCloud and downloading off SoundCloud used to be a nightmare, but now it's seamless. You could download off of uh, iTunes, but you couldn't download off SoundCloud. Now you can download, so... 
Listen, guys, once in a while, fucking download a show, okay? Just does download it, a does fucking it show. No, it doesn't. Like I told you, nobody fucking downloads shows. Now unless you're, you're paying for them. Unless you're paying for them, then you download them. But we're free. You know what I mean? Now, you're of the belief that the SoundCloud... See, now, for those of you who are not in the podcasting game, and I know very little about this myself, but Al believes that the... There are analytics that come along with we we basically buy us we buy some space on SoundCloud. It's analytics really, comes with the the right. unlimited space we buy. So we buy this unlimited package, which is it's very inexpensive. It really is. It's wonderful. It's a miracle. And it comes with this analytics, and Al is convinced that the analytics are all fucked up. It's not just fucked up, it's phony. It's, it's So you think it's phony. just they're making it up? They make it up. Yeah, yeah. We got to get third-party analytics. And now what, why why do you believe that? What what makes you what's brought you to that conclusion? All you got to do is you look at all the different ways they break shit down and it's not cohesive. It doesn't make a shred of fucking sense at all. Statistically, geographically, Nothing makes any sense. Like our biggest listeners by far are in the San Francisco area? Is well, that what you're saying? Like that makes no sense? Well, our biggest listener is in the Nashville area. <laughs> and his name well, no, his happens to be the same listener. last name as me. But if you look at the, the stats, like if you go and you click on, you know, the last year, which we've only, we started this in November, folks. Yeah. Um, we have, I can tell you. We have uh, San Francisco. We had 607 people listen to the show since November from San Francisco. That's 607 listens. Listens. Not unique. We had 171 listens from Nashville. So I would guess. That's interesting. I would guess that the 171 is uh, a lot of that is. It's all Dave. It's Dave, but. We don't have 171 shows, so... No, but that's because he doesn't listen to it. That's every time he listens, you know what I mean? Because he saves where he... He doesn't download it. He saves where he is on whatever app. I don't even know what app he uses. So, and I don't know what this... Like, what makes a 607? Is that like if somebody accidentally clicks on it and listens for three seconds, that's right. a listener? Yes. Okay. Netherlands, I know we got. I got family in the Netherlands. That's new. They're just starting to listen. Ireland, I got friends in Ireland. They're starting to listen. I saw someone in Czechoslovakia, the Czech Republic. I'm like, saw somebody in the Philippines. Well, that's the Philippines and Tokyo. We got quite a few in Tokyo. That that's weird. The Probably Philippines, expats, unless you know somebody there. The Philippines, I kind of have an idea who that is. I'm not going to say who it is, but it's someone. From an expat from Plymouth. Anyway, the bottom line is, is uh, we got to take a quick break. We're in a, an hour and six minutes in. I just want to uh, refresh some ideas I got. And uh, Joe, we're going to take a quick break. Okay.
Should I fly Los Angeles? Find my asshole brother Mickey Mouse has grown up a cow Dave's on sale again Kiss a kiss in the rear of you So bored you're to blame Yeah, yeah.
we're back, everybody. That we was our back. quickest break ever because we're both fucking beat. Al's in a bad mood. I'm not actually in a. I'm. I'm. I'm he was raped at work. No, no. I'm he was a, fondled at work. No, today. I'm in a better mood now. The, initially, I was in a bad mood because this is legitimately the first podcast I've done not under the fucking influence of marijuana, and it made me also think that. What'd you do with your pot? Dude? I left it at home. I just forgot it. I with my little one hitter, but I. Uh, so what happens when you smoke pot? You forget shit. Yeah. No, but. The thing is, is uh, it made me realize that I haven't been drunk without also being stoned in a long time, and uh, I gotta say, it's I like being stoned and drunk way better. Is it a lonely feeling? It's you know what I'm just a fucking nightmare, dude. But I gotta say, I do feel better. I I also got some new medication flowing through me. What'd you get? It's if you just, don't mind. Yeah, I got. I'm fucking what they call pre-diabetic, and my doctor is all fucking worked up about it. So he's got me on a couple different things right now. And now is this because of your one of them fucking because of my massive weight gain in the last two years? Weight? Well, I'm, have you lost weight or no, gained weight since? No, 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 no. I'm it's the heaviest. I've not the heaviest I've ever. The heaviest I ever was was before I lost weight uh, five years ago. Okay. I was like 335 then. I'm about 310 now. And uh, I got down to under. I lost over 100 pounds there five years ago. And I was pre-diabetic then, and I am now. But he's treating me like I have diabetes because he's got me on all kind of medicine. And I'm telling you, this cocktail that I'm on right now, it, I almost fucking strangled people yesterday at work. I almost... I, I so I almost had you, to leave. Does it make you anxious? It makes me elevated. So maybe anxious is part of that. I, I feel elevated. I feel like I drank 98 fucking cups of coffee. All right. So you're like fired up. I'm fired the fuck up, dude. And I don't like it. So it gives you, it makes you edgy. Fucking edgy. So you're, you, you got like, it greatly shortens your. Typically my f- long fuse. My typically long fuse is Alex greatly short. Very long fuse. He, yeah, I've never seen him lose his mind. Yeah, no. I, I on the other hand, lose my mind. Yesterday, two or three times a week. Yesterday, I wasn't even provoked, and I almost. I don't beat anyone though. I almost fucking separated my boss's limbs from his torso with, and was gonna do it quick, like without any noise or anyone finding out. Not the big boss, my new mid boss. Yes. And then today he did something that really set me off, and it probably shouldn't have, but I was fucking stewing the whole way home. Well, it's so stupid. the whole way here. Except I have to, in your defense, it's so stupid that I think I would be aggravated I, by that. Listen, don't. I'm 50 years old. I don't need to be micromanaged to the point where if my fucking paper's on my Somebody fucking. Somebody told him that his desk, his papers weren't square to the edge of his desk. That's big. Can well, you imagine that? And that I needed to tidy it up before I left. If anybody sees my desk, I'm like I'm in the middle of not. I'm in the middle of something here. I'm in the middle of two things. I'm in the middle of a forty thousand dollar bid and a fucking four hundred and fifty thousand dollar bid. And you're gonna fucking bitch about my fucking papers, right? And our office just got awarded over three hundred thousand dollars worth of work this week, of which you know, obviously. I probably didn't get my fucking lion's share of that, but I was involved. 
We just created $300,000 worth of work for a fucking labor force that doesn't even exist. And you're going to fucking bitch about my papers being at a 45-degree angle from the edge of my desk? Right. I'm thinking that's not a good sign for my future with the company. Do you think this guy has some sort of OCD problems? Isn't that an OCD thing? It's got to be. Where you got to have the fucking... Yeah, your papers arranged so that they're you know parallel with the edge of the. I desk. mean, are you fucking kidding me? Are you Sounds kidding me? Sounds a little me? crazy. You know what you should do? You should get there early and just turn all of his papers well, on his desk. No, I'll leave his I'll shit alone. Messy, no, I'll leave his shit alone. But I'll tell you what: on every Friday from now on, everything will be neat, and I'm just going to leave one thing up in the middle of that plan desk, fucking at 32 degrees or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> a ruler, Joe. You know that little, I have like a little black notebook with a band around it that I usually carry for this show? Yes. That was there. That was tucked inside a drawer that it was never tucked inside of. I have, a, I have all my scale tapes, but I also have a regular tape measure for the, I, I, go out in the, I go out on a site, not that often, but I always bring it. I got my fucking. It's good to have a tape measure. I got my regular tape measure. I got Winning my contract. reading glasses. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shit like that. Don't sure. touch my shit. Pens. You don't, Pencils. And my shit was fucked. I'm like, what am I, the only motherfucker in this fucking building who can't have shit where I want it on my desk? You know what I mean? I mean, you could have had a I little weed in there and that motherfucker would have had I it. realize I'm low man on the totem pole, but listen. But now, you've been there longer than him, right? Yeah, but he makes more money than me. Is, he, is he more qualified? He's my boss. He's more qualified. He knows what these, jo- what it, what these jobs cost. I don't. All I know is what guys should produce and what shit costs, and I'm learning. But by the way, I've already learned enough. I can go do this for somebody else. I've amassed enough knowledge, regular knowledge and proprietary, proprietary, what's that word? You know what I'm saying, knowledge, that I could just go. And this guy, the big boss hired me. Someone else will hire me. But believe me, I'm already looking. There's a fuck. There's a guy in Pompano Beach, Florida, looking for something right now. I'm thinking, I might, I might fucking interview for that one. You don't want to move to Florida. Why not? I don't know. You know what? The only thing that's holding Flat. me back is I got my my kids here. Yeah. I got my kids here, and they would probably not be too happy if I moved to Florida. Or you know, I I could have this all wrong. Yeah. Now. I don't do very well in the heat. So being a, even though I don't do much work, being outside in the heat kills me. But I'll tell you something. I, my daughter now is thinking of, you know, she's seriously contemplating moving to San Diego. Paradise. Which, yeah, and I, you, you were out there last year on a not-so-fun mission, but you were in the area. But now, to me, San Diego is, not that there's anything wrong with this, but it's filled with illegal aliens. It is beautiful weather, very clement clement weather, because you can have inclement weather or clement. So is clement a word? I might have just made that up. But the weather is, it's never really too hot. It's never really too cold. It sounds like it's wonderful, except in, for the fact that 
Maybe without any weather changing, you might hang yourself after a while. Or it's just never a factor of, of anything because it never rains. And the thing is, you're, you're in the desert, right? It's, well, the, it's the desert. I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's the interesting thing. San Diego County itself has like 12 different fucking climates, and one of them is desert. But I mean, for the most part, it's an arid region. Yeah. It doesn't rain. Right. There's a lot a lot of scrubby, shitty little plants. Yeah. There's a lot of brown dirt. Oh, yeah. And... It's uh, it's probably a very nice climate, but it's wildly expensive to live. There. I can feel my skin burning as we speak. <laughs> Man, it doesn't take much to get a sunburn out there. No, because it's the, the desert. You're right. It's the desert. Yeah, and there's no probably not a lot of clouds because there's no water. Not until you get near the water. When you get, it's weird when you're driving on the whatever the expressway and you're heading due west towards the towards the pacific coast Mm -hmm. there's a fucking you see the clouds just hanging there as you're fucking driving towards that's the only clouds yeah that's it yeah you're right that's the only clouds the uh, the rest of the way it's pretty much open blue sky with fucking a huge sun beating the fuck down on your fucking caucasian skin now One of the things I used to get most excited about when I was younger was, you know, you get on a plane in January and it's snowing and horrible up here and you get to Florida and it's like, oh, this is wonderful. You're in your shorts. and But after you've done that like 50 or 75 times, <laughs> it's not exciting anymore. No. And I kind of have to admit, you know... It, it, there's so many, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say this, because there's so many people that go, well, I miss the seasons, but there's something nice about having a shit day, because you can kind of stay inside and not feel guilty. Well, spe- I was about thinking, not doing anything. I was thinking about that this weekend. I was kind of hoping that it would rain Saturday or Sunday, so I would have an excuse not to leave the fucking yeah. house. Yeah. So, and now with our with the climate change that's going on. Which is, of course, the fault of everything, but yeah. it's really happening here in New England, or in it. Maybe it's only happening in at my house, but we have had. If this winter stays in the same path that it's been in, this will be one of the mildest winters ever. So, I have a feeling that being here, other than the the short days in December, January. But days are starting to get pretty long now. I mean, it's we're Dude, gonna be we're gonna be doing this podcast in the sun. I got here at six oh five. It wasn't dark. Right. So it's it's coming pretty quick. Yeah. We got two months where it's it's pretty fucking dark, like December, January. Yeah. And that's like mid December to you know, say mid February. Yeah. And then it's reasonable. And if you, any of you ever heard of that SAD, which is seasonal affective disorder, which I have, well, I've got all kinds of disorders. I probably have a little of that. Other than that, yeah. I, I don't want to live anywhere else. Yeah. I, I like it here. Yeah, I like it here, too. I like, I like this. Well, this time of year is getting earlier than it used to be. Everything's yeah. all relative. But uh, I like when it's about to stop being winter. 
And yeah, so we're going to get a, we had 70 degrees last week and 60 degrees in February. And it's it's unheard of. It's here. also going to snow this weekend and it's sure, snow. We'll get a little snow. It's fine. But yeah, no, I know what you're saying. I uh the problem is in the warm the places where it's warm when it's summer, it's fucking hot. Is what you're <laughs> well, saying. Actually, that's not but take San Diego for example. It's not that hot in San Diego in the summertime. Yeah. It's more tempered. Yeah. Because believe it or not, now when I went down to the three times or so that went to Cabo San Lucas in the summertime, it's hot, but it's fucking dry. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? And the Pacific is relatively cold. Because you walk into the Pacific and you walk, you walk out like a uh, hundred feet, and it fucking drops off. Right, and I believe you just go down forever. Right, you know, like three or four fucking hundred miles. Right, right. And so the the ocean is relatively cold, meaning you think that if it's a hundred degrees in the sun, that it would the water would be you know bath water, but it's not. Yeah. Now in Florida, it is bath water. But here, it, it's not. And it's, my understanding is San Diego doesn't really get much hotter than, than 85 in the summer. Yeah, 85 is what they say. You're right. And not, and no, and not, not, not much for humidity. No. And then fucking Florida's fucking just hot and humid yeah, for now fucking Florida, five months of the July year. July in Florida is fucking brutal. Sucks, yeah. Because it's 95 and humid. And you might as well just not wear a shirt because it's going to be well, soaked the, but through. But the sun's brutal too yeah it sucks right well you're close to the equator right yeah and it's not because we're closer to the sun it's because the angle of the sun makes it so that it doesn't have to go through as much atmosphere so the sun is more intense yeah that's kind of how it works so and the days never they never get as long as they do up here in the summer and they don't get as short by i by i think about two hours you know what I'm saying? So I mean, like in the in the dead of winter, I believe Florida is roughly two hours. There's two hours more daylight in the winter. Could be an hour and a half, or I could just be making this up. Or in the summertime, there's not there's two hours less light, or an hour and a half, something like that. Yeah. You follow what I'm saying? Well, yeah, because uh, you're further south, and you're also further west. West in the time zone. If you're further west in the time well, zone, you're further obviously west, it's going to get. But it's also being south too, because the sun doesn't. Yeah, right. You're the not the rotation of the Earth, but the axis of the Earth, the tilt. You're less of. You're not tilted as much when you're in Florida. Right. Kind of like being on the equator, where the the you know as you get closer to the equator, there is no difference between the days between winter and summer. There's twelve hours of sunlight and twelve hours of darkness year round. There it is. Follow what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I'm with and you. And then you go to Alaska, and there's nineteen hours of sunlight in the in the summer. In the summer, right? So they must. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> So I'm not jumping on any kind of I'm not I'm not packing up. I have though. I've watched some of these uh some of these shows. This could be my next project. You don't know. I'm Here not, we go. I'm not getting into one though. But I've watched some of these shows where they build 
like a fucking one of these mini houses on a fucking trailer. Yeah, sure. I think I could build a really cool trailer house. Yeah. That has like some some slide out things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, then again, I could probably buy a used one for much cheaper than building one. Those got to all be run on propane for heat, right? Yes. And then how do they, what, what's the deal with taking a shit? Um, Just going to one of them chemical things like a camper or whatever? Well, there's a, there's a holding tank. You got your gray water, you got your fresh water, your gray water, and your turds. Yeah. And when you're at a trailer park, they have hookups for your shit and gray water and for your fresh water. Okay. And electricity. So you can run AC and heat. Well, I don't think anybody has, you know, there isn't a campground where you can go to where it's zero, I don't believe. You know what I mean? Because everything would freeze. What, what do you think the de facto uh, fucking sewage setup is at the at the at your average fucking uh, campground where you hooked it with a shit? Is is it like a old fashioned leaching field, or is it? Yeah, I believe they put. They they probably have to have a legal, you know, around here. I would imagine you'd have to have a Title Five septic system. Uh, that's, so that's what I'm asking. Designed for. It's not like it's going into some tank with a bunch of chemicals and then into the ground. It's going all the way no, down no, into the ground. No, no, it'd be a, if it's not city sewerage, which it's not, yeah. like in the ones yeah, that I know obviously, of. obviously, for the most then part. Then it's some sort of a, it's a Title V septic system. I just don't know how they, how do they rate a trailer? I mean, is it, you know, because they rate houses by the number of bedrooms. That determines the size of a septic system. So there's got to be a bunch of tanks, like a tank for every 5, 10, 15 hookups is what I'm saying. Something like that. Yeah. And then it just, uh, yeah, there's probably a big. Talk about a fucking niche fucking business. Every <laughs> 10. Every, t well, I don't know. Every 10, they'd have a big tank. And then a big leaching field. But that's just a guess. And uh, I think that's how it's done. Sounds like a fucking usually, shitty situation. Usually <laughs> they just ran them straight into the pond. Yeah, right. Fuck it. That everybody's swimming in it. Yeah, whatever. Fucking but that's clean itself out. They've changed that. It's fucking vile, by the way. You know how many fucking shits I took in McCage Pond? Going <laughs> <laughs> up. <laughs> Just fucking go right in the water and just fucking shit. Well, it's the Indian, the old. It's not so bad if just you take a shit. It's like if 15, 20 people a day go in and take a shit. Which they did. It's like the... Uh, or Morton Park. Yeah, we got a little park here, Morton Oy Park. Where it fills up with... Uh, let's just say they're out of... They're from south of the border. And they yeah, go and we, there And we ain't talking reason. about born... Yeah, they're <laughs> south of the border of talking the United States. Right. And uh, they go down there and they everybody shits. And, you know, there's a I, I witnessed a, a woman wash. She was washing out a cloth diaper. Yeah, 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 yeah. In yeah. the fucking water where people are swimming. Fucking vile. So they have to shut that pond down probably twice, two or three times a summer. Every year, yeah. To let the chloroform fucking oh bacteria God. level it's not fall. a big pond either we're talking like what maybe 60 70 acres maybe 
Not uh, even. I don't know. It's not. Jesus Christ. No, it's smaller than that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's probably like 20 acres. Oh, my 15, God. 15, 20 acres. Fucking vile. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, I'm all for summer fun, but when you see the woman just letting the... The shit fucking just The shit float, float. off the diaper. Oh, and you would think you would just know that that's not good. <coughs> it just doesn't matter. You know, you just think that you would know, hey, there's a trash can over there. Or a porta potty. Yeah, right. Go into the porta potty and dump the shit out, at least. Yeah. You know, and then maybe maybe go halfway around the pond. How about like thirty or forty feet from where people are swimming? Yeah, right. You know, what halfway's probably a little too far. Makes and you then just clean the diaper out there. Makes you just wanna fucking pan fry that trout up that you just caught in there. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Just eat that shit right up, you know? Jesus Christ. Fucking vile. People are vile. So, by the way, on a personal note, because we're getting out of here, remember my friend uh, who fucking disowned me? Yes. Luke. Luke. Is he back? So, I get a call Saturday. Saturday was going to be the day I didn't leave the house. And I was literally mixing my wonderful wife a... Bacon and pickle Bloody Mary and making myself a <laughs> screwdriver. I'm of 10 in the morning. There you go. And bring Now, not to interrupt, but does she, like, does she like to just hang around in her jammies, watch TV that, all day, too? That's her thing. She likes to do whatever I Because I love doing nothing, too. She likes to I'm do what, whatever I'm doing, which is part of this story. So, Luke, the fucking phone rings, and it's... His mother's number, I know the number because I've called it and been called by it thousands of times. Now, I haven't talked to this kid in three years. I pick up the phone. Hello. I know it's him. He goes, who's your daddy and what does he do? Oh. I said, my daddy is oldie and he does nothing because <laughs> we call my dad oldie. <laughs> and then he, goes, then he goes... So we all went out for pizza last night, and uh, we got to talking, and uh, I'm calling you because today's my birthday. It's my 40th birthday. Is he fucking 40? And I'm trying to get a jam Holy session shit. together. He's exactly 10 years younger than me. I'm trying to get a fucking jam session together. and You're, you're not 50 yet, though. I'll be 50 momentarily. You know what I mean? He was born in 78. I was born in 68. Close enough. So uh, long story short, I end up bringing a mess of records to his mother's house for his birthday. We fucking go downtown to the record store. We go to the fucking British food store. Meet my wife at Maggie's, which ain't called Maggie's anymore. We hang out there. The Galway. The Galway Pub. Run up a quick $100 tab. Go back to my apartment for a few drinks. The two of them are trashed. They trashed the place. I ended up throwing together a jam session where he lives with Scott Jesse on guitar and Eugene on bass. There you go. Next thing you know, it's 8 o'clock at night. It's fucking 10 hours later and a bunch of... We behave like pirates for 10, for 10 hours. That's and wonderful. Like... It never came up what happened between us. Why well, should it? And it you was both. like it never changed. Now, how long has that been? Three years. 
a little See, over three years. It was three years, January 7th. Not that I keep track. I'm hoping for a moment like that with, you know who I'm talking about. The, the carpenter. No? Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old Framer Bob. And, uh, and I can't tell you how long that's been, but I think it's, it's pushing five. Wow. I think it's been five Holy years. Holy shit, time flies. So maybe it takes a little longer for him to get over shit. But I kind of had a feeling that you would be seeing Luke again. Bizarre. I used to say that uh, life was less complicated, and I was right. <laughs> life just got a little now bit did, more complicated, he, but that's okay. Did he bring along... Uh, he brought along nothing. He didn't bring a woman. No, no, he has no woman in his life. He's he's had enough. I don't know if he's had enough so much as he's just that's just not where he's at right now. You know what I mean? Did I tell you about uh, Jungle's mom? No. Well, I was looking for Carl. Yeah. Carl's Carl's an eighty-one-year-old guy. Is a friend of mine. He's, engineer. He's an engineer. He does uh, lots of structural engineering. He's got a stamp. And. Uh, I met Carl 30 years ago when I started building houses. And he did, was my first engineer, and we've been friends ever since. And I say friends, it's not like we go and hang out, but, you know, I could call Carl up and shoot the shit. And, and, uh, and, I, and I like him. But uh, I found out his mom is, four months ago, she went into, uh, this is Carl's wife, she went into the, uh, she's got Louis Bodies. And Louis Bodies is something... It's in the dementia thing, but Louis Bodies is kind of where you, you know, you go and visit the person and they go, oh, Al, it's wonderful to see you. I just flew, got in from Paris this morning. Yeah, right. And we had a wonderful time. I was there with Frank Sinatra. Oh, boy. And, and uh, Jackie Gleason. Oh, so it's all non sequiturs and shit. Oh, it's, well, the. And they believe what they're saying. Yeah, right. That's sad. And she was kind of a, a really uh, cool with it woman there too. I liked her a lot. She's a good woman, and you know, and they had a lot of kids together, and they've been together for sixty odd years. And yeah, right. So I was down there visiting Carl. I needed, I needed a plan, but I also, I couldn't get a hold of him. So I contacted Jungle because I said, Jesus, is he? You know, I, I said. I said to Jim, which I left him a message and then texted him. I said, hey, is everything okay? I mean, is your, you know, I don't want to say anything that's, I mean, you, anything happened to Carl or your yeah, mom? Yeah, or yeah. What's going on? And then Carl called me because Jim called him and said, hey, call Joe. He's, he's worried about you. Yeah. So, you know, I went down there and saw him. And he, you know, and it's, he lives in a big-ass house. And he's like, Jesus, I'm in this house all by myself. You know, yeah, people come around to visit and stuff, but he was like, he didn't look happy, you know. Yeah, that sucks. And I just, you know, it's it's the age we're at. We see people that are, you know, our parents' age starting to go through that. Right. Like my wife's parents passing away and yeah. shit like that. And it's just a shit deal. Yeah, well, that's fucking life, man. It is life, and you can't do any... Because uh, we're even past the point where, like, there's babies, you know what I mean? I mean, there'll be grandbabies. Yeah, well, there'll be well, grandbabies, but there's no more, like, nieces and nephew babies and shit like that. Or 
cousin's babies or friend's babies. We're probably getting to the point where there'll be some uh there'll be some some weddings and shit like that. Oh, there'll be yeah, well, kids' friends' weddings and kids' wedding. Oh my god, I don't even want to fucking get into that. Jesus Christ. Your daughter's getting a little long in the tooth. Anytime she got married, what the fuck? She's 28. That's fucking getting up there. Well, I told her. By I the said, way, she shouldn't get married. She should just fucking do her fucking Anna thing because she's beautiful. The fuck. Fuck giving yourself over to some fucking I, fuck nuts. I said to her, it's, you know, as everything I always say to Anna is this. It's your life. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. My suggestion is, you're, and I, I preface by saying, you're a wildly different person at 30 than you are at 20, which I think she's believing that now because, you know, she is a wildly different person at 28. And so get married when you're 30 because you're going to be a different person. But you're not that much of a, you're not that different between 30 and 40. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. So I think she's, uh, well, she had a kind of a bad run there with the men. You know, the crazy guy that we needed to get the restraining order for. and sucks. You know, so I think she's a little fed up with the lunatics that, that she's chosen to go out with. Well, at least she's not going to be like me, and there's no difference between when she's 49 and 9. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, that's not true. You're wow. You know what I'm saying. First of all, people don't change much after they're five, they say anyway, personality-wise. But Right. Well, I don't think... You don't... Your personality... I don't think your, pers- your personality changes that much, but you you become a little more... You, you, you get some wisdom. Oh, yeah. You're a little wiser as, you, as you're older. Right. You're hopefully not as... As nuts, and as I pour myself another vodka, knowing yeah. that we're almost done, and you're you're mellowed a little bit with age, right. but you still, you know, what I found, I, I reconnected with some college pals that I hadn't seen in twenty five years, and uh, you know, nobody's really that different. Right. Everybody kind of looks the same. Yeah. They kind of sound the same. They, they're definitely the same personality-wise. They're just bloated. <laughs> Everybody's just a little fatter. That's all. Some are richer. Some aren't. Yeah, and, well, uh, I mean... It is what it is. It's life. Yeah, I mean, if you... First of all, if you're fucking above ground, aren't you ahead of the game at this point? I think so. You got to... Your perspective changes. You know, things like... Uh, like somebody in their early, late twenties, early thirties might be all wrapped up in making as much money as you can, so that you can buy stuff to impress the neighbors. Yeah, and I remember that. As you get older, you realize who fucking cares. I I never really had any of that phase. Although you know, it's nice to make a few bucks. It's not a horrible thing. And it's nice to have nice things. But stuff that you at like. the same time. If you're doing it for any other reason, if you're doing it to impress people... Well, that's stupid. It's just a sad... Yeah. There's people that are in their 50s, 60s, 70s that are still doing that. It's for retired. And it's just... Life's too short that for that very, shit. very, very f- sad. It's just life's too short for that shit, man. 
Well, on that note, I fucking, uh, I just got a hankering for some sake. I might have to go quench that fucking hankering. You do whatever you got to do, baby. You know what I'm talking about. Um, Joe, I love you. This has been another good too, show. Thank I'm you glad for- to hear that Luke is back. Yeah, I think I think we're back. By the way, he's he's a fucking maniac. He is well, as he always, maniacal as ever. He always has been. He's a fucking maniac in a good way. He is. He's a good guy too. Yeah, he's got a good heart. And uh, like I said, no, uh, just I think what happened was is they him and his mom and his boys went out for dinner. It got some pizza, and his mother was like, "You're fucking forty years old." You fucking call your friend and stop the bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's what happened. But and I could be wrong. You did a good thing. Yeah, whatever. That's Sometimes it takes people a little while to realize that. Yeah, well. You did a good thing. Who knows about that part of it, but that's okay. The uh, <coughs> So anyway, <coughs> Jesus Christ, I'm fucking falling the fuck apart over here. <coughs> My name is Al. His name is Joe. Together, we're kind of right. We're going to see you next time. We're going to see you next time.